Hey Chiefs Kingdom, this is Mitch Holtis, voice of the Chiefs. To stay at the top of their game, the Chiefs have trusted the University of Kansas Health System for their care. And you can trust them to care for you too. Whether you're a pro athlete, a student athlete, or a fan who likes to stay active, the care remains the same. Because the University of Kansas Health System cares for the entire Chiefs Kingdom. To request an appointment, visit kansashealthsystem.com slash chiefs. Welcome back to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Dion Clisso, joined as always by the coach, Harold Wamsgons, and we are here in the Xfinity Studios with the most fastest, most fastest, the fastest internet speed with multi-gig speeds, the most homes. Thank goodness my mother's not re- listening to this right now. I know, I know she's not if I just said most fastest. Uh, we appreciate everything they do. Of course, we're here in the Xfinity Studios. It's great internet. Uh, this will t- tell you how good our services with Comcast. It went out yesterday and I was doing some stuff and I'm like, oh, I needed the internet stuff to do it. So I was like, okay, I'll grab a shower. I got on my app. It pinpointed where the outage was and told me what time they thought it would be. And it was going to be, they said three o'clock and it was noon. It was done by the time I got out of the shower and back, back out. So that's, that to me is as good as the service that never gets interrupted. Look, service is going to get interrupted. This is a situation where they got it fixed and got it going. So good on for uh, Xfinity, and we appreciate everything they do for us. All right, let's go ahead and get back in the football and bring in our own Andy Myron. Uh, yes, the, the, my internet went down. Everything went down. The TV, I was doing stuff. when The, the TV went out first before I would notice it because I was typing in district standings, and which I didn't need necessarily everything there. But uh, no, um, you had a great one last week, at least some at West, at least some at North. Um, first, let's get your thoughts on that game. Um, I think we all were impressed. You, Coach, you were at it, and I watched it, so we all <laughs> got to see that game. Impressed with Lisa West and impressed with Lisa North closing that game out the way they did. Absolutely. Coach said it uh, before our call here. It lived up to the hype. Uh, it absolutely did. And, you know, the, when all eyes are sort of on that game, uh, to me it was uh, plenty to take away from both, both sides. Uh, the way that the Titans came out, and just firing on all cylinders and we're up to the challenge from uh, the opening whistle was to me, the, the thing that really made that uh, set the tone uh, for uh, just a, a classic game and a rivalry like that scoring touchdowns on their first two drives going up seven, nothing, and then 14, seven to put the pressure on Lee summit North. And, and I think that really uh, kicked the game up to, to the next level. And of course, you know, by the end of it, uh, despite, uh, you know, um, some penalties and some miscues of their own Broncos being able to turn it around and, and posting, uh, two really big drives, I think 14 points in the fourth quarter, one right at the beginning of the quarter, uh, and then put together a really nice sustained drive that chewed up several minutes and finished when Elijah Leonard was able to punch it in, uh, in, into the end zone on, uh, on a running play there to, to be able to stay undefeated and, and win another one. You know, you had so many great, uh, two great team performances, but uh, shout out several individual performances. You know, not only did Tanner Howes, a uh, great, great player, continue to do what he did all year, uh, 109 rushing yards. And and Leonard, uh, 13 for 31 is a little deceptive. He picked up some big first downs with his legs, um, especially there was a inside their own territory. They ran a fake punt uh, at, at one point that was able to extend a drive. So some gutsy play calling, uh, you know, credit the Broncos as well. But then, of course, we've got used to seeing it all year um, 
with uh, Isaiah Mosey being able to just, uh, you know, be an such an electric playmaker anytime the ball he has, uh, has the ball in his hands. And, and, and to me, one of the most impressive on a team that does not give up a lot of running yards, Quincy Torrid, actually man performance, <laughs> uh, tw 28 for 105 and all three touchdowns. He just would not be denied, uh, you know, was able to rip off big chunk plays and especially around the goal line, uh, you know, converted those opportunities. Touchdowns, not field goals uh, is what kept that game uh, in so close and and just frenetic from, from start to finish. So uh, two teams that are can both take a, a lot away from it, uh, talking to both coaches, as well as things to build on and improve uh, going into the last week of the season here, especially with districts right around the corner. So uh, a matchup that we, you know, could definitely see come around again, depending on how things shake out the rest of the way here, but uh, a, a phenomenal game and uh, yeah, would uh Hope to hope, hope we get the rematch if it if it comes down to that. My takeaway from the game, and I'm not sure if you would agree with this, but my takeaway was I thought the Lee Summit West offensive line was fantastic in what a lot of people thought was going to be a mismatch that the front, the box, seven box players for Lee Summit North would dominate. The Lee Summit West offensive line controlled the line of scrimmage on a lot of the plays. Rarely do you see sort of a size differential. Um when two teams are stood next to each other right there, right? Right. You've got, uh, I, I ended up just happened to be stood on the sideline next to Williams Winery at one point, And you're just sort of like, well, <laughs> you're, you're a big dude. You know what I mean? And especially when they're out there on the field, nice guess it's like, I, they might have a real hard time establishing the line of scrimmage, moving those talented defensive linemen for Lee Summit North off the ball. They ran their offense. They executed it. Uh, they were disciplined and they add to me, you hit the nail on the head coach. They, they set the tone and by coming right at them and not backing down from a significant challenge that was in front of them, um, credit the entire coaching staff and for having them, uh, uh you know, up to play the pregame atmosphere was phenomenal there. Uh, just, you know, both teams were, uh, at the, at the, the top of their game in terms of delivering, uh, and, and executing what they wanted to, again, some of those miscues aside also credit the, uh, Lee Summit North defense coming away with two big interceptions um, that took away scoring opportunities down the stretch there for the Titans. But uh, but yeah, especially in the trenches, that's what it always comes down to. And uh, I, you couldn't have couldn't ask for better effort, I think, from start to finish for that uh, offensive line of Lee Summit West. Well, this week you've got Oak Park and Fort Osage. Um, you watched Oak Park and Lee Summit a few weeks ago and saw the Lee Summit offense make some moves on them. Uh, St. Joe Central almost took Oak Park out. They had a two-score lead late in that game. Oak Park scored two and got a two-point conversion. And Gabe Fields, the outstanding tailback from St. Joe Central, carried it 40-plus times. Now they get a Fort Osage team that's got Reber Peppers. Well, I, I the, the Oak Park defense has got to get things together. Now, they don't play each other again, so you know I think they're pretty well locked into their district spots. I mean, Oak Park's already locked it down because the number two teams, St. Joe Central, they've got the win on them. Um, Fort Osage wants to stay in that two spot uh, behind Green Valley. This is a big game for both these teams, you know, to kind of really, uh, you know, see where they're at and, and take momentum into the postseason. 100%. You know, you look at um, the sort of trends throughout the season, right? And on the, on the one hand, you've got uh, Oak Park, who has, you know, remained undefeated thanks to that remarkable comeback uh last week great job being able to close it out but have you know this is their third time 
with a, you know, sort of a, a shootout game. You got the Grain Valley one point mm-hmm. win. You've got that Lee Summit game, which was just bonkers back and forth. And then the, the St. Joe's Central game. So, yeah, I mean, they can put up points on anybody. They proved that time and again, but um, they're going to have to find ways to um, shut down a surging Fort Osage team that has, you know, they start out losing, I think, three of their first four games of the year um, against a tough schedule. But now they're reeled off four wins in a, in a row and have uh, done so convincingly. So they come in on a hot streak now of their own. And, and this is a, you know, was a, a great, uh, great matchup twice last year yeah. uh, at the class five level, right? In the end of the regular season. And then uh, Fort Osage uh, won that game in the, in the, I think the district championship is yep. what, what it amounted to, right? So uh, very, these teams are very familiar with each other, a great sort of uh, budding rivalry that has, as you know, Fort Osages has the that the tradition and everything, but Oak Park's resurgence under under Ken Clemens and the great job that the, that entire staff has done has this as one of the the premier games I think in the metro area this week and uh, it, a little bit of a shame uh, maybe they won't be sad to uh, not play each other again. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's just like ah, we've seen enough of each other the last couple of years. But it's it's going to be a, a tremendous game. Two of the top backs, uh, running backs in the area, certainly in terms of uh, yardage, touchdowns, um, just ability level Yard uh, between. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no matter what way you slice it, between Peppers <laughs> and, and Trayvon Panky. So, um, expect to see a lot of you know uh, great. Uh, you know, physical brand of football as well on that both teams want to do and who I think whatever team ends up getting the most defensive stops uh, is going to be the one that is um, ultimately successful. We know that uh, if, if um, Fort Osage has to throw the ball, if they slow down a little bit on the run, there was a, a two, two week span where Oak Park had 10 interceptions over a two game span. So yeah. the, the playmakers front to back on that team. Uh, and, and the same goes for a, a Fort Osage team that is playing very well and hitting its stride at the exact right time. Should be a good one. Uh, have fun. And we'll chat with you again next week. Sounds good. We'll talk to you later. Bye.